if the opportunity doesn't knock then build the door hey guys how's it going welcome or welcome back to your favorite podcast refreshing the idiotic i'm your host hannah as usual and i'm bringing you guys another episode all about crabgrass syndrome today i actually it's been a hot minute since i've recorded an episode so i do have a lot of not totally related updates but also related because they're about the website that for you guys when you're listening now will have had it launched for a week for me it's actually just launched yesterday so yeah anyways hopefully you guys would go check it out if you haven't already then the link is in the bio go check it out you can even stream the podcast on there anyways let's roll the intro music and get started with the episode The question for this week's episode is, what is your motto? Now, if you don't have a motto, you can just give me something that you like to live by, a quote that you really enjoy, something somebody's ever said that you look up to, or something like that. Mine is probably not unexpected, but it's go big or go home. Other quotes and mottos have gone back and forth in between, but I think this is the one that I'm always going to stick with because this is the one that always comes back to me. I think this one is actually also reflected in majority of my work. I want to say like 99%. There's always that 1% that gets like sidetracked, but we don't want to talk about that. And yes, so it kind of segues me into the website update I wanted to give where last week I had a guest, Nico, one of my really great friends that I met a couple years ago. And so I did an interview with him on ADHD. Hopefully you guys have watched it. If you haven't, then go back and check it out. But yeah, I was actually supposed to delay his episode one week so that I had another episode and I could promote the website in that launch. So it would get promoted and launched at the same time. But then my scheduling got messed up because I had a lot of schoolwork to do and I just didn't have the time to record and edit another episode which altogether basically takes me a whole day and yeah so I ended up launching and recording with him on the same time and yeah I'm so sorry I haven't promoted it but it's been about a week now so if you haven't already then go check the link in the description below for the website. Now a couple really cool things about this one it's not actually a website about my podcast it's well it is but that's only a part of it it's actually basically like a public portfolio so it doesn't have all of the requirements a portfolio would have like obviously i don't want to get the personal details out there but yeah like i have my main like skills on there so i'm a podcaster obviously you guys would know i'm also a writer and i've mentioned this a couple times like i'm really big on writing i've published a book actually and so yeah i have all of that linked in another section of the website and lastly i have my design which will lead me into my second point but yeah so i'll have my writing and then i have my design section because i actually went to a graphic design program throughout my four years of high school actually i've only been through three of them so far but next year will be my last year and I'll be done the graphic design program as well. So leading into that, my design section, I actually have a shop coming up, so I'll be designing some merch. I have a couple things. What my mindset was for these things while I was creating them is something that looks good. Obviously, the color scheme in mine was basically just red and black because that's kind of how I see everything. Well, not see everything. Not totally sure how to explain it, but yeah, you'll see what the theme kind of goes. So the 
the products themselves they help you become more productive and they help motivate you so for example i'm wearing my sample queen hoodie right now it says not only is she a productive queen but she's also a hydrated queen now this is reminding you to become more productive and it's something cute to wear and it's also pushing you to get a little bit more water so you make sure you look hydrated for everybody else who could read the hoodie it's honestly the most softest comfortable material and i can't wait for everybody else to like get it and wear it i don't have an exact price locked down as of right now but it will be going up super super soon so i'll mention it in the next episode hopefully but yeah it's very lightweight but also weighted in the sense that i have anxiety and so i like to wear pressure like heavy pendants on my necklaces and like weighted hoodies to keep me weighed down and keep me feeling grounded because i think that helps with my anxiety look and this one also does that it makes me feel weighed down but it also is very very lightweight which nobody else understood but hopefully if you have anxiety and you're looking for a hoodie this one will help and then like for example another thing is like a water bottle that says drink your water babes or a notebook which i'm kind of mentioned in my episode with sejo how i've traumatized her with the words i have a question so i have the notebook coming out that says i have a question on it so with that i'm trying to portray like yes you have to keep asking questions to get more motivation and drive to do what you want to get done okay now i've given you like three of the products even though i'm sure not all three of them have come out yet but they will be coming out on a weekly basis because i have about five products designed and i will be continuing to design more so for the ones that i have now they will be weekly releases and then i'll have them come out as i design them afterwards a portion of the money is going to be going to the canadian mental health association i've actually done a lot of research and i've mentioned this also on the website in the shop section but i thought i'd share it over here so i think i've donated to this organization multiple times before for my other mental health fundraisers and i think that they're the best because they're not just focusing on one area they're focusing wherever help is needed so i think that's where the money goes to the best majority of the money that i'm going to be getting is going to be going into donating it but i'll be keeping a small portion just to make sure that i'm not losing any money so i can like keep going and produce more products for you guys now i think before i keep rambling on because i probably could let's get into capgrass but before i actually give you the definition i have a short story that i kind of like made up in my mind and i think it kind of relates so i want to share it before we get into the actual episode so here it is me and my mom were walking into the vaccine clinic because i actually got my covid vaccine last week yay if you haven't already then make sure you go book your appointment because i'm 16 and i was able to get it so hopefully in your area you can help us stay vaccinated so we can get back to normal sooner even though who really remembers what normal is anyways so i'm not necessarily scared but I think everybody else was around me because I know a lot of people aren't huge fans of needles. So I was kind of just standing there bored waiting in line. So I'm looking at the rest of the room through the glass and everybody is like six feet apart, obviously, to follow procedure. And all of the movements kind of looked very robotic to me. I'm not sure how exactly better i could explain it but that's kind of the first thing that came into my mind and obviously as a writer i had to like think up a really quick story just like entertain myself so this was the story so basically we're in this covid19 pandemic and it's a huge crisis but before that we actually had two more major crises global warming and overpopulation which are something that's on the rise but it's nothing too too major well at least overpopulation isn't but 
global warming yes we need to work on that definitely and start asap but yeah so those are two pro major problems and the government has to do something but they actually don't know what to do yet so enter the COVID-19 pandemic, however it may have been started. And so it helps with global warming because everybody's inside, nobody's allowed to go out. So we're reducing carbon emission and things like that. But overpopulation is still iffy. So the scientists hard at work, they developed the COVID-19 vaccine and then they release it to the public. So everybody is slowly starting to get vaccinated. So here's what the first dose does. The first dose injects you with a DNA cloning device and so this one will copy all of our DNA, as it may sound. And so the government officially has like an ability to clone us if they ever need to. Two weeks later, we, the government gives us our second dose. Now, this isn't actually a dose getting injected to our body. This is the needle pulling out the DNA cloning device. And so they have the strand of our clone DNA in their possession. This way, they can actually make the clone. And then two to three weeks later we're getting snatched off the street and getting replaced by our clone now the only people that are safe from this are the ones that didn't take the vaccine oh my god now that i'm listening to it it makes it sound like i'm saying don't take the vaccine but please please do because we all need to stay safe and so in this story basically the only people that are safe are the ones that didn't take the vaccine because they're like oh my god that person was cloned and they like realize that those people are imposters so they're the only ones that can save us and us people that got the vaccine are actually locked into a bunker to help minimize overpopulation and global warming and then our clones are just up there existing they don't really do much they just basically exists so that they can help reduce carbon emission on our footprint and to make everything go back to how it was like maybe 50 years ago so it's safe for us to come back. Now listen to the definition and the rest of this episode to see if you can understand why I immediately connected creating this story to this specific mental illness. So Capgras syndrome. This one is also more commonly known as imposter syndrome but no it's not when people change their personality which honestly seems like the way you think it would go because I don't know about everybody else but I'm at that age where I'm listening to a lot of university tours where people are worried about imposter syndrome like oh is that person actually like that or are they pretending but no that's not it so Kafka syndrome is actually more commonly known as imposter syndrome so no the first connection you might make is that like you are the imposter but no you think actually everybody else is the imposter so it's not like that typical thing that i've heard a lot in university tours like oh yeah i'm gonna change my personality a little bit to fit in it's like it's the exact opposite actually it's when you think that everybody around you is in a way i want to say fake but i also don't want to say the wrong word but i think that's the best i can think of right now and so yeah you'll think that like the people places maybe even animals and objects around you are fake or replaced by lookalikes and they're not necessarily there with you as for causes no it's not really a very researched mental illness yet because it is extremely rare but what they have gathered is that it's more likely if you have schizophrenia epilepsy or on like the older side if you have dementia or some type of an alzheimer's disease lastly another possible way is like if you've had another brain injury because it, it can cloud connections to certain neuropathways which is very sciencey now that I'm trying to say it out loud. But yeah, if you get an injury and it kind of like messes things up, then you might end up getting Capgras syndrome. 
As for symptoms or what it might look like, again, it's very much paranoia or it looks like paranoia because I could look straight ahead and be like, that's not actually a tree. That's a hologram of a tree, like a very lifelike looking hologram of a tree. Sorry, I'm actually looking on my window right now and the tree is the first thing I saw, but it could be with anybody. Like maybe you have your friend beside you, but you're not actually sure it's your friend. Your eyes are telling you that it's your friend, but your mind is like, nope, that's somebody else. They're pretending, they're trying to like, they're tr they're going to try to harm you and stuff like that. So again, very comes down to basically just paranoia. As for treatments, again, there isn't really a lot of research done, so they don't really have a set treatment plan in place, but there's always workarounds and things that you would assume that are good for you. So I think a couple of that I actually think makes sense and other people have backed up it one is validation therapy so you're actually going to somebody who will say support the delusions in a way that they're not like being like yes they're real like everybody is an imposter but like just accepting the idea like okay yes but what can we do about it and instead of like shutting them down be like nope no way there's they're not imposters you're just like messing with yourself and then another one is like reality orientation techniques so try to find a way to prove to yourself that they're real or they're not imposters i guess so the first thing that came to mind is harry potter and the deathly of hollows i don't know how many of you guys are potterheads but i definitely am one i don't know if i've mentioned that but i definitely am so like for like one example in that scenario Kingsley and Lupin were very skeptical of each other until they were able to prove that they were the other person. I think the last thing that you could do is make sure that you have a very positive welcoming community. If you don't feel accepted or you feel very unsettled in a place you're obviously not gonna feel very comfortable and that actually might cause more delusions and paranoia now if somebody else has it how do you care for them so if you're the person that's being accused of being an imposter or there's somebody else in the room that your loved one is accusing of being an imposter the first thing you want to do is get that imposter in quotation marks out of the room so if it's you then try to get somebody else to replace you in comforting that person with capgrass syndrome but otherwise yeah just keep comforting that person and make them feel safe limit how much the other person is near if it is possible at all don't get mad or upset at them just try to be sympathetic don't feed on it don't be like yes definitely that person is an imposter just be like okay how can i prove to you that he's not but like don't be aggressive with them because if you're aggressive again it'll lead them to have more delusions and paranoia and lastly if you can this might not always be the case try to figure out what's triggering them to be like oh this person is an imposter this object is fake or this animal is just like a replacement right you want to try to step into their shoes and see if they'll they'll explain to you why they feel that way because if they're talking it out it'll make more sense to them and they'll they might be able to realize or you can figure out a way to help them and lastly i think this is one in general like whether they're they're accusing somebody or you of being an imposter sound before visual 
so maybe before entering a room you want to say like hey i'm coming into the room or hey this person is coming into the room so the person with capgras syndrome understands this person is coming into the room so when they see them they're not having those delusions and i think that just about wraps up today's episode i shared my story that in a way was related to capgras syndrome in a way the rescuers in the story or the heroes in the story the people who didn't take the vaccine were able to recognize the imposters and solve the solve the problem. I know I didn't really give a good ending because I haven't really fully thought of it yet. But yeah, just like in general, that's where it was kind of heading where the people who didn't take the vaccine would end up saving all of the people and getting rid of the imposters. So I think that's kind of where it related and connected for me. Let me know if it connected for you or if I just rambled on and let you know it's told you guys about a story that you weren't really interested in or didn't think that related but yeah as always let me know the highlight and low light of your week and answer the question of the episode which was again what is your motto or just a quote that you live by and obviously check out the new website the link is in the bio and i promise you'll really like it and obviously you can email me at any point my email is always open don't forget to share subscribe and rate pretty please with a cherry on top bye everyone